I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com and the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Presented by Happy State Bank with Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dick joining you today from BMW of Lubbock. 1120 19th Street, where uh, tomorrow they're hosting an autograph signing with several members of the Texas Tech Red Raider football program. Of course, they're off this week. It's their bye week. They'll be back in action on Thursday at home against TCU. So their autograph signing is tomorrow, the 28th of October, uh, from 10 a.m. to noon. Again, 1120 19th Street. And uh, Miles Price will be here. Taj Brooks. The Power Five's leading rusher will be here. Uh, Dadrian Taylor-Demerson will be here, one of your top defenders. Uh, Tony Bradford will be here. And also, uh, a recent add to the list, um, Baron Morton. So if you're, if you're curious about Baron Morton's, uh, you know, availability, his health status, his, his, you know, whatever's ailing him or whatever, you can come scope it out uh, yourself in person, get an autograph, uh, and your picture taken with all of these players and uh, while you're here, you can shop around the best selection of new and pre-owned inventory at BMW of Lubbock. Pretty good list, that, right? That group of players there kind of hits every uh, yeah. every major note. You bet. We got we got defenders and uh, and uh, offenders and the whole shooting match. Good to see. Uh, good to see some of the reports about Baron Morton being healthy and like, you know. Coach McGuire referring to this as his most active week of practice, which you go, okay, well, that's fine. He obviously didn't play against BYU, but then he said since West Virginia, and you go, so you're telling me those other two games, and those were the weeks that we had we had been told that, you know, he didn't practice or, or maybe just did handoffs or whatever, no throwing. And so at some point in there, you know, you think that there's got to be a little rust. And so it'll be, it's good. The thought of him running around and throwing it right now at whatever degree of health is uh, got to be refreshing. Yeah, because, I mean, we had heard that leading into the Houston game, right, because that was the first game after that trip to Morgantown, that uh, his first pass attempt, his first throw that entire week was in warm-ups at Jones right. Stadium right before the game. Um, and you know, that's pretty unusual. Um, and you know, also like, don't just gloss over the lost reps either, because you, we're, we're talking about someone in Baron Morton, who's not some kind of like multi-year starter right. with, you know, dozens of games under his belt. I mean, he, he started what a seven games, maybe eight games. Yeah. Across the two years. Yeah. yeah. Kind and, of broken up so um you know not having those reps is that's a that's a big deal and it kind of puts his uh, performance against houston and later against baylor um Mm -hmm. into a an interesting context i uh yeah i agree and i I think the uh the the uh, another interesting side of this is just the thought of let's assume he can string together four healthy starts hopefully five okay 
sure this year uh, but four regulars you know four starts over the next month um and and things progress well you you know we think about him and go well that's really that's really the guy who holds the keys to the program in 2024 and 2025 uh, barring a, a mishap or, or somebody just coming in and blowing our doors off a will hammond or something like that which that's really not predictable i don't think but uh yeah i mean it's it feels like it's a this open time in a certain sense probably could not have come at a much better time. I might have I might have taken it before the week prior to Provo if I was just drawing up the perfect scenario so that he could have more time. But hopefully this because uh, this is not going to be end up end up being what a nineteen day break for Baron Morton at least from game to sure. game game competition. But the the fact that he's out there running around and throwing it's encouraging. And more importantly, he will be here tomorrow morning signing autographs. We'll have Game 1 of the World Series for you tonight on sunny 97.7. That coverage will begin at 6.30, Rangers and the Diamondbacks. Um, That will uh, go along with a full slate of high school football coverage on our family of stations. Uh, We'll have the Friendship Tigers uh, taking on Odessa High tonight, beginning at 6.30 on Double T 97.3. You can also hear that at DoubleT97.3.com. Uh, Monterey will take on Coronado uh, at 6.30 on 107.7 Yes FM and 107.7 YesFM.com. And then at 6.30 on 100.7 The Score, uh, our coverage will begin of the Lubbock Pirates taking on Tascosa. And uh, you can hear that also on 107thescore.com. What are you, Snapchatting? No, I was just uh, getting getting a shot of these uh, pretty cars sitting here. Where do you reckon they the get those bow. bows? You're gonna get. I don't. Know, you would think that's probably a, a car. Like that's probably something unique to car dealers. I would think like, or like really big teddy bears. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But I would. You would think that. that I mean, that, they the, make those here in house. Oh, I, that I don't know. I would assume car dealers order those and they've got them in a box. But I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe they, yeah, but, I mean, of all the things. How many of those do you think they have in here, like, in, in a closet? So, you think they have multiple, or is it just, like, kind of the Big 12 championship trophy that we talked about with soccer, <laughs> where there's one for every dealership? Mm, that's a good question. I, I would go with maybe, I don't know, and, and and here's the key. Those things might flatten down, and there could, oh, be, yeah, sure, there could be a case of them somewhere, and then they fluff up and go so that the bow gets maybe a little. Maybe vacuum sealed? Yeah, could be, Absolutely. You think uh, that uh, is a, a year-round thing, or does it? It feels. You, yeah, it, it, I guess that could be a more Christmas gift. Yeah, but yeah. it's definitely Christmas. This one is with the with the red. I feel like the red kind of yeah. makes it very holiday. Yes, big time. But yeah, so if you uh, if you decide to buy me that car, Dickens, just you can do it with I the can, bow. I or can without. maybe maybe buy you the bow, the tire, the bow. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Well, it's uh, this business that you or I are in right here every day from three to six. It's a lucrative one. You know, I prefer to look at things through the lens of effort to reward ratio. No, absolutely. More tech talk next on Double T 97.3 live from BMW of Lubbock on 19th Street. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
Hey there, how you going? Happy Friday. It's Tech Talk on Double T 973 and Double T 973.com with Gus. I'm Aaron. We're joining today from BMW of Lubbock, 1120 19th Street, where uh, tomorrow they'll be hosting an autograph signing with uh, members of the Texas Tech Red Raider football program. Miles Price uh, will be here tomorrow. Taj Brooks will be here tomorrow. Baron Morton will be here tomorrow. So we'll Adrian Taylor Demerson uh, and Tony Bradford Jr. as well. Get your autograph and your picture taken with these players. And while you're here, shop around. Uh, the best selection of new and pre-owned inventory right here at BMW of Lubbock, a proud partner of Texas Tech Athletics. And speaking of Tech football, we have a pair of tickets to give away, two pair actually, um, courtesy of our friends at BMW of Lubbock, to Thursday's game against TCU. Uh and so if you want to stop by and scope out what they have on the on the lot and mosey on down to our uh, our set here in the showroom, you can snag yourself a pair of tickets to Thursday's game against TCU. Um, we get this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line from our resident Diamondbacks fan. Will there be some Rangers tears tonight? <laughs> if if the Rangers lose tonight, Gus, does, uh, does their recent – lack of home success kind of become a thing yeah that's a good uh that's a good way to describe it because i think the the immediacy like in other words this isn't about well they've they they're in their 50th year and they've never won i don't think that that would weigh into it as heavily as just what you're describing which is can we not win a game at home right yeah and uh which is a very similar refrain, an identical refrain to what the Astros said. Sure. That, well, you the know, last to that week. is no. Yeah, exactly. The answer was no, and uh, uh, the answer for both of those teams was no. It was just fortunate, I guess, that one team got to play four road games instead of three. But yeah, and and I think the other the other comment about that AD is is it goes back to the the things that that we thought about headed into that Houston series, which is. You know, the Rangers were pretty confident in their front two guys, Evaldi and Montgomery. And after that, they're doing a lot of mixing and matching, and there's nothing wrong with that, and that you can win that way. But it's it's a little bit, you know, that's a little bit tricky. And when we also think about the Rangers having a, uh, you know, if, if you're pointing to one specific area of concern, uh, bullpen, you know, bullpen had periods of uh, real difficulty and those those haven't gone away with the postseason success. Although I think we all look at Jose Leclerc a little differently now. I mean, like really, when he comes in, when he came in in July, it was a hold your breath or or bring him in when it's eight to three. Sure. You know now it's like. And by the way, you know what Jose Leclerc is on that Rangers roster? Jose Leclerc is. Uh, unless you want to take a stab at this question, you know what he represents? He's the best uh backgammon player <laughs> maybe i can't i can't say he's not okay um he he is the longest tenured texas ranger really yeah and you know, think about the arizona diamondbacks bench coach um it's former texas rangers manager and leclerc came up and debuted under him come on 2018 rangers i got it right here you're going to beat me to it. Oh, Jeff it's Bannister. Bannister. Yeah, Jeff Bannister is the uh, – I just went totally blank on that. Bannister is the uh, bench coach for the D-backs, led the Rangers to a division 
uh, a playoff appearance, a division title. But, uh, yeah, when Leclerc came up, Bannister was still the manager. But, anyway, uh, that that bullpen's performing differently than it did in the regular season when we sort of blob it all together. Man, bullpen's terrible. Um, <coughs> but it feels like the same pressure is on Evaldi and Montgomery to get those two games, right? And then to get the other two games on the pitch. Well, I mean, because then you, are we really turning? I mean, and they've got a plan for the Scherzer pitched game. And, you know, that Scherzer, Dunning, Haney, Bradford, you know, how, how all the, the games three and four will be. And it's the same, same scenario, AD. Game number three is game number seven if it goes that deep. And so that's the, that's the level of concern with it is not so much, ooh, they lost a game, they can't win at home, but more, ooh, they lost one of Evaldi's starts if they lose tonight. And I might even say that about tomorrow, AD, if they lose, like, ooh, they lost one of Montgomery's starts. That means they need to win one of Scherzer starts or whoever pitcher number four is going to be. And, and are the uh, D-backs facing the same kind of pressure with any component of what they have going on? And they definitely have a a front two starters um, uh, in in Merrill Kelly and uh, um, oh the young right hander. I think that's going to uh, Gallon Zach Gallon. Uh, you know they, they've got a front two that they feel pretty good about, and then a, and then a uh, situation that gets a little bit fuzzier in game four. Game three, though, that's that's Brandon Fott. You know, and he's he was you and I talked an inordinate amount about that guy the other day. But uh, you know, a guy that was pitching in the minor. It's not quite the Evan Carter story, but it's 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 only a few months longer than that. And they hand him the ball in game seven in a ruckus stadium, and he he's pretty good. I think it's sixteen innings. 16-plus innings AD, I think it's 25 Ks and three walks. And so that's their game three. Uh, but game four for both of these teams is probably a bit of a two, TBD, uh, you know, TBD situation. But, yeah, maybe the, the D-backs might have a little more confidence in their three starters in, a, in that they can at least walk over there and go, I think A, B, and C, we know who those guys are. And I think the Rangers have that with Scherzer, but it's a little different. Game four would be Monday, I'm sorry, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, yeah. Halloween, October 31st. Nice. Yeah, and then uh, a game five, if necessary, would be on Wednesday. I'm curious if this game, you know, I, th- I think about this Rangers team in a way that I'll use the Mike Leach coached Texas Tech teams. Never known for – they were never highlighted by great defense, but there was times where they would go out and beat some team 49 to 17 mm-hmm. and go, you know, if they play 10 times, that team's probably scoring more than 17. Sure. But you know how they, those, some of those games, they would just get, just get submerged. It's 24 to zip mid second quarter. And, and that's what I think the Rangers offense is capable of. If they go out and pump runs like they did the other night in game seven, they could submerge, like they can, they could submerge, submerge a team more more likely it would more of the two it'd be more likely that they would do that than the d-backs doesn't mean the d-backs don't have a pathway to win i just don't know that them putting up six spots is is as likely would you ever spend the night in a uh, a hotel room underwater speaking of submerged wow in a hotel so the hotels i mean i'm not swimming in my no no you're you're it's a hotel room like any other except when you open like you open your drapes or whatever it's, it's Water outside instead of air. How deep is it? 
I mean, <laughs> deep, like, it's at the bottom deep of to where you're completely pool? submerged. Am right? I dying? But, Here's the, there's the key. Is the threat of death imminent? Like, if that thing leaks, is this like your submersible thing last summer? My submersible or thing? Or last spring? Well, that or, was everyone's submersible yeah, thing. I, I mean, like, it it's not, you would be able to swim up, right? Okay. So I'm not necessarily This isn't drowning. like 10,000, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. You're not throwing me down in the bottom no, of that. No, yeah, this that isn't tr- like the Nautilus in 20,000. Yeah. Yacht Rock Nation, right. baby. Yeah. Nice. Just water talk, and he comes up with yacht. I, I like don't, it. Uh, I don't know that I would. Seems like we need a sea shanty too. Um, I mean, if it was in the in your in the in the backyard pool somewhere, I could probably do that. I could probably pull that off. No, no, this is like in a an ocean or like a yeah, bay or something. If if you the know? if the water is as deep as like this roof right here at BMW, yeah, I, I maybe I maybe could. Do I mean, that. you know, if, if is you there don't a want reward it to be too deep, no, just a, like a ten good grand if I make it through the night. If it's or? too deep, then you can't see. Like the light doesn't come through, right? And presumably, you want to be able to kind of see out there. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be neat to do it like in a clear, like where they sh- you see the clear water, sure. just to be able to see all so around. So you would do it. Eh, I'd be, I'd, it'd be intrigued by it. If you tell me the water around me is only 15, 20 feet deep, I could, you know. a boy, Clint. Good job. More Tech Talk next on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. podcast put together with red raider fans in mind this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction hey there how you going happy friday thank you for making us part of your afternoon with gus i'm aaron we're joining you today from bmw of lubbock uh 1120 19th street uh, where tomorrow they'll be hosting an autograph signing, uh, including uh, several members of the Red Raider football program. Miles Price, Taj Brooks, Baron Morton, Dadrian Taylor-Demerson, and Tony Bradford will all be here. Uh, and you can, too, you can get your autograph and your picture taken with those players. And while you're here, you can shop around and check out the best selection of new and pre-owned inventory at BMW of Lubbock. Uh, they're a proud partner of Texas Tech Athletics, and they're also giving away uh, two pair of tickets to next Thursday's home game against TCU. If you want to stop by and check out what they have on the lot, just mosey on down to uh, our setup here in the showroom and and snag yourself uh, a pair of tickets to uh, Thursday's game. Good setup here. Beautiful beautiful cars to look at, aren't they? Um, World Series game one tonight. Yes, sir. Fox, which will be broadcasting this game, um, has already said that they'll be re-adding the pitch clock to the little score bug thing. Really? Okay. So once it gets below five, it'll pop up on the okay. screen. Five, four, three. We know how That's that goes. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and they're also going to be using um, aerial production drones for the first time ever in the World Series. There will be three drones flying above Globe Live Field. Um, and they will be uh, incorporated during play stoppages, largely. So, like, pitching changes or um, between innings. That's cool. Yeah, so it'll, you'll, essentially you'll get a vantage point that you've never really had before at the World Series. Yeah, that's cool. And I guess uh, 
I guess with the, with the sometimes with dome stadiums, the old Astrodome, there used to be shots where somebody get up on the catwalk and shoot down mm-hmm. on home plate or whatever. But this drone thing will be a little more nimble than that, and uh, and and uh, yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, I, uh, Would you ever do that? Would you ever be the the, the catwalk guy with the camera that, that high up? Probably not. I got a buddy who absolutely has been that guy. At uh, he definitely did it at Tech at the old at the old Coliseum, and uh, probably did it at Spirit Arena or at the United Supermarkets Arena, maybe at some point. But he's been all over the DFW shooting big events and things like that. And he's, he, in fact, he's been the guy that's like flown over the Cotton Bowl in a helicopter, oh, out wow. shooting pictures of the crowded stadiums and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I've uh, and he he may have done that AD, and I'm truly saying this. He may have done that like a Jerry World. I don't I don't know, you know. I'm sure they don't just turn every idiot loose up there, and they may not probably turn. Not. Yeah, they probably don't. And they what they may do is let uh, any photographer go up there and maybe mount their cameras pregame, but you're not going to be up there during the game, you know, because now all this stuff can be shot with. Remote controls and stuff, yeah. Uh, We get this from our resident Diamondbacks fan. Uh, D-backs have a good lineup. Just need to get our four- and five-hole hitters going. Key Rangers need to play really good defense. I like it. I – it's it's an interesting team because the D-backs – the D-backs can, uh, you know, they can submerge you with, uh, you know, with speed and some other – some things that aren't just a bunch of dudes hitting tanks. You know what? And one guy can take this thing over just like Adolis Garcia just did, right? I mean, if you get that kind of level of hot, it can it can it can take over a series like that. It's hard to sit here and predict that, and that so and so is going <laughs> to do do what he did and just go off. But uh, you know, somebody is going to win the MVP of this series, and the question is, most importantly, uh, what team will they play for? But uh, or, or you know, and that can also be a pitcher that just commands two games and takes care of two wins. Because if you got one starting pitcher that wins his two games, that kind of that doesn't leave a yeah, whole I mean, lot of wiggle room. At that point, you're pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Val asks this: What are the ground rules if a ball hits a drone? <laughs> I feel like you should get a free run. <laughs> you know, kind of yeah. like if it, if the balls hit here, everyone gets a free Dr Pepper, you know, oh. or like free tacos or whatever. Hey, yeah, well, we get that. I think we've got it's that like going stolen on. Base, free right? stolen, yeah, the first stolen base, a free taco. Mm. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's a great drop right there. <laughs> you said what we're all feeling, right? Yeah, so uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, once a base is stolen during the World Series, uh, fans get a free taco. And it's the, and there's like a date. Yeah, you've got to register for their rewards program. Um, you've got to right. download the mobile app. I'm sure all sorts of crap. But it's all right. The, the end result is a free taco. Shoot, yeah. Um, yeah, I would. I think you just said though that drone was like be- stoppage in action between innings and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, it, it's not. I don't think it's getting hit by a, th- a fly ball. No, or they're not going like to be that. buzzing over Josh Young's head, right. like you know. That would be cool. And the pitch, you know. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have the drone just do the interview. It's got a little speaker on it. It hovers next to his ear. Hey, Josh, what are you thinking right there? That's funny. Yeah, the mic'd up things were interesting during the season. I doubt that's happening during the uh, during the World Series. 
I imagine the butterflies are buzzing for those guys, especially the the rookies, Corbin Carroll and Josh, and those dudes. It's got to be. It's got to be a. It, it really does have to be like a. You have to be very intentional. Like, hey, breathe, breathe. Do you think? I mean, even more so than playing for a pennant. I mean, playing for the All Star game. Yeah, they, or like in Josh's case, playing. You know, starting and starting at third base in the All Star game had to be a big deal. Yeah, I, you know it. it AD, it's the, the only thing I can compare it to is like high school playoffs where, where you're, this feels like the biggest moment in my life, in my career. And then like, oh, we won. This feels like the biggest, you know. And so the, the difference is that it all comes down to this, right? When you're a little kid playing in the backyard, you're not going game seven of the ALCS. That's true, yeah. You know, whereas this is the thing, uh, yeah, just the magnitude of it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that stuff needs to be – they understand it. They totally understand it. But, like, as they get closer to game time, and it's also where you want that first ground ball to be hit to you or the first pitch to be thrown so you can settle in and play baseball instead of, like, you know, there's George Bush throwing out the first Freaking pitch. Out, and yeah, just the, just the – which is – those guys are so much better at controlling that stuff than I would be. But still, they all have to have be dealing with a degree of that. Somebody asks this, is Josh Young going to be the Rookie of the Year? When do they announce that? Yeah, that'll come after the World Series, and they'll have a succession. They'll ha- we'll probably have one week AD where they're, you know, the Cy Youngs are announced on Tuesday and the so-and-so on Wednesday and the MVPs on Thursday, however that goes. Uh, that's the way they've done it in the past, definitely pre-COVID, because I don't think they do theirs in an award show. I may be wrong. Um, it, it, there may be something new that I'm forgetting, but – so the voting for that took place at the end of the regular season. And um, unfortunately, to the texture, to the question, um, most will tell you that Gunnar Henderson probably passed Josh during Josh's six weeks off for the injury right at the end of the year. Gunnar Henderson, the, the rookie third baseman for the uh, Orioles, was also very good this year. But I, I think most would say that had Josh just continued continued playing, he would have kept it. But uh, – Maybe not. Maybe maybe he'll sneak in there and get it. But most most thinking that Gunnar Henderson's probably going to be the AL Rookie of the Year. The NL Rookie of the Year will be playing center field for the Diamondbacks. Former Amarillo Sod Poodle Corbin Carroll. We'll have coverage of Game One of the World Series tonight, beginning at six thirty on Sunny ninety seven seven, and then we'll have high school football up and down our family of networks tonight. Love it, Cooper. Uh, taking on Tascosa on the road, 630 on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Monterey versus Coronado uh, begins at 630 on 1077-YES-FM and 1077-YES-FM.com. And then the Friendship Tigers and Odessa High. That coverage starts at 630 here on Double T 97.3 and also Double T 97.3.com. More Tech Talk next the podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Thank you for making us a part of your Friday with Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens. We are joining you from showroom of bmw uh 
Lubbock, BMW of Lubbock, 1120 19th Street, where tomorrow, Saturday, October 28th, from 10 to noon, they will be hosting a meet and greet, autographs, pictures, uh, with a few Red Raider football players. Miles Price, Taj Brooks, Baron Morton, uh, Dadrian Taylor-Demerson will be here, Tony Bradford Jr. as well. Um, and uh, so stop by. Um, get their autograph, take your picture with them, and look around and shop the best selection of new and pre-owned inventory uh, right here at BMW of Lubbock, a proud partner of Texas Tech Athletics. Uh, and if you wanted to stop by today, again, the meet and greet tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., 10 a.m. to noon, uh, but if you wanted to stop by today, we have two pairs of tickets to give away to next Thursday's home game against TCU. So uh, plenty of reasons to stop by BMW of Lubbock here, 1120 19th Street. Now we get this prediction on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com. Uh, someone predicts this Rangers 4, Arizona 2, Rangers win the World Series. I actually just texted that to a buddy of mine and, you know, who you got? And I was like, I'll go with Rangers and six. So I'd be all right. But I would prefer Rangers at seven just for the seven game drama of it. But if, if, yeah, but, and that's just if I could just magically make it happen. Because if you're a Rangers fan, like the the true Rangers fan is saying Rangers and four. Like right. get it over with, yeah. get to the trophy. I don't, I don't. I mean, if I'm a Rangers fan, yeah, you I'm, want. I'm not. I'm not anti-Rangers. I'm just not a fan. I don't want any, any drama. I, right. I want, I want the Rangers to score ten runs yep. in the bottom of the first tonight. Yep. You know, and there, there's no question, no drama, no suspense. Uh, ten runs in the bottom of the first uh, on Sunday, and then ten runs top of the first <laughs> games three and four. Four like thrashings. Yes, yeah, sure. Four. I, I would, I would want to be reading about how terrible the ratings are. Oh, sure. Right, lowest viewed World Series in the history of television. <laughs> um, I would want to read columns talking about how terrible the matchup yep, was and yep. how how bad it was, <laughs> etc. Uh, all at the same time, yeah. while wearing my World Champion T-shirt, hanging up my you know newspaper front page. Sure. You know, Rangers winning four. Um, you know, some some more memorabilia, maybe some framed tickets. Yep. I would. That's what I would. Absolutely. If I could paint the picture of what it would look like, that would be it. Totally agree. Totally, totally get what you're saying. In fact, the uh, I saw this today because it was an anniversary of the two. I think Cardinals won 2006 in five games. I think, as I recall, maybe six. Adam Wainwright's rookie year. <laughs> oh, so long ago. But yeah, uh, and it was exactly that AD because the, the the Cardinals were like the fewest wins to ever win it. And then there was kind of anticlimactic, and the the Detroit team was really favored, but they sat for a week because they swept Oakland. And Cardinals went seven games and all that stuff. And then it's like, and then it was just there was kind of some mistakes in there by Detroit that gave some games away, and, and it was exactly what you described. This was the worst World Series ever. Like, yes, it was. Hey, excuse me, I'm not busy it was beautiful. polishing this you know? trophy over here. Let me, yeah. Uh, that that's exactly it. Like we're we're gonna we're we'll let you go ahead and write columns about how awful it is. Meanwhile, uh, this person Charlie says I have Rangers in five. Our uh, resident Diamondbacks fan says this D-backs in five going to split in Arlington, Ooh. then go win three in Arizona. Go on a roll. 
I mean, the next time that we, you know, reconvene mm-hmm. on Monday, well, we'll be on the win cusp. or lose. Mm-hmm. I would very much hope that we still hear from our resident Diamondbacks fan. He didn't go underground. Either, either <laughs> some like, oh man, in trouble, or some what I would maybe prefer to make it more interesting, some smack talk. You know. Yep. Um, yeah, and if the, you know, if you're the D-backs, you're trying to steal one, trying to steal one in Arlington, right? And then if you're the Rangers, you're trying to. Hold serve. Uh, this on the chat line from Val. The media types will never be happy unless the World Series is Los Angeles versus New York every year. Yeah, they're the biggest, and there's some truth to that, but uh, the biggest beef that, that we we saw once this matchup was was settled um, had to do with the, the path of these wild card teams because all of these division winners – earn this by and and they continue to they continue to get kicked you know and it's fair it's a you know they're not like there's some rule disadvantage but the whole idea the thought there is that what of the two years we've had this five of the eight have lost like the and it's going to be the second year in a row that a war that a that a uh you know whether what i guess it'd be the third of of the last four teams in the two World Series that are wild card winners. And so it's just the idea that the, that, that break is perhaps penalizing. Saw, so, some, saw some different remedies to this, but go ahead. Well, I think, I think the most important opinion is that of the teams involved, right? The players, the, right. the, the coaches. And, you know, unless we start seeing teams actively trying to kind of self-sabotage yeah. in order to wanna, avoid that lose this then, yeah. then sure. what are we talking about here right right if there's if they're still playing to win it if they still view that as an incentive then why why do, why do we need to worry about it oh absolutely not it's and it's absolutely the the talk of columnists i saw 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 a columnist on uh, on uh, the athletic that that offered up a remedy uh, right now of the four of the big four sports MLB has the least, by percentage, the least number of teams getting into the postseason. Because even the NFL's at like 43%, whatever that number is. Uh, and, it, and that's easily explained, AD, because the more teams you keep in races, and this isn't a baseball conversation, just anything, sure, yeah. the more teams that can stay relevant longer, longer yeah. the more tickets that get sure. sold and all that. And, you know, and that's probably even true in college football, well, yeah. as I point over here to Absolutely. Jones Stadium. Yeah, the, um, but. Uh, was the idea first of all he was like first of all hurry up and expand because mlb's at 30 there's a lot of talk that once the rays and the a's get lined up that they'll announce two more expansion teams and get it perfectly square 16 and 16 on each side and then it was add whatever that would be two teams i guess make it so that we've got eight teams on both sides in the playoffs and and um get it squared up and so then you don't have buys you can have eight versus one seven versus two and you know in a five game series or whatever it's going to be all the tv and and the other thing the other thing was by adding more teams to playoff you could maybe take out eight to ten games in the regular season and and buy a little more so that we're not playing baseball on november 12th they just do like one division with six teams i know i thought about that or or it probably wouldn't be one division with 16 but maybe you might be able to stay with four fours and have like the four division winners and then the next best three records or some formula like that but Stu, you're trying to get to eight on both sides right 
But they were also saying that this this writer was also saying, "Ad, no more three game series. At least make them fives, because then that would also s- sort of push back on the idea of of something kind of fluky happened. You know, you guys got hot for two games, and then our season was over. Kind of like the NBA when the, yeah. the first round for a while was best of five. Uh, this in the chat line from our uh, resident D-backs fan. Oh, I won't be hiding. Y'all aren't getting rid of me. Great. Nice. I, I thoroughly look forward to, uh, legitimately look forward to your text on Monday. Um, somebody says this uh, from Mr. B. Been a Rangers fan since the early 1990s, and I would love to see a sweep, but I think that we are winning in six. Um, someone else says D-backs went through harder teams in the postseason. This is from D-backs fan. In my opinion, played in more hostile crowds, Brewers, Dodgers, and Phillies. Yeah, I, I can definitely say that true on the Philly side. Yeah, because it wasn't like uh, Tampa was some kind of like, No, no. More Tech Talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Happy Friday. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens. Uh, Clint Scott's back at home base, taking care of us as usual. Now, we're joining you today from BMW of Lubbock, located at 1120 19th Street, uh, where tomorrow they're hosting a, a meet and greet with multiple members of the Red Raider football team. Again, this is tomorrow uh, from 10 a.m. to noon. Uh, Baron Morton will be there, as will Miles Price, Taj Brooks, the leading rusher in the Power Five, uh, Daydrian Taylor Dimerson, uh, and Tony Bradford Jr. as well. You can stop by and get your autograph, or get their autograph, rather, uh, and your picture taken uh, with them. And while you're here, you can shop around and check out the best selection of new and pre-owned inventory right here at BMW of Lubbock, a proud partner of Texas Tech Athletics. Now uh, we get this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Mr. B. Uh, Mr. B says this. I've been wanting to ask this question for the past couple of weeks. Can anyone tell me what an asparagus sorbet is? That doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> yeah. Where did that come from? Is that, a, is that one of your concoctions? I don't know. The sorbet part. I mean, we talk about asparagus. Asparagus, yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't know. We even talked. I agree about, that it doesn't sound good. Yeah, because I always associate sorbet with something kind of like smoothie sure. adjacent. Um, Ooh, asparagus! Gross. <laughs> <Atta> a boy. <laughs> um, we've not talked about them in a while, and part of that is because they were off last week. Um. But Colorado plays UCLA in Los Angeles tomorrow at 630. Uh, UCLA is five and two overall, two and two in conference play. Colorado four and three overall, one and three in conference play. The Bruins are 15 point favorites. ESPN's football power index gives uh, UCLA an 84.2 percent chance to win this game. Colorado, uh, four games, I'm sorry, five games left. Uh, three of them are against ranked opponents. 
And uh, Arizona at home, that's not a gimme, but they should probably win that game. And then at Washington State, that will be tough. Yeah. Clint, uh, you have said from the beginning that you think Colorado wins five games. Uh, What is your confidence level as we sit right here on October 27th? Let me guess. Clint is not there. <laughs> Somebody running. <laughs> I can't hear the door opening. Hey, Clint. Hey, guys. Come here. <laughs> my uh, my confidence level that they still get to five is uh, seven out of ten. Really? Because okay. they're yeah. sitting on three wins four or four? Wins. Four, four wins. Yeah. Yeah, I would feel pretty good about it. I'd pre- feel pretty good about five at this point because you said it, Arizona. Yeah, I mean, Arizona um, and uh, Wazoo would be the two non-ranked opponents. And Wazoo's pretty good. Especially They're salty. in Pullman. Yeah. the uh, Yeah, I mean, if if, if, uh, if that was my team and I was sitting on, uh, you know, just tracking that team from week to week, I'd be circling that Arizona game going, hey, boys, we've got to have that one. Hard to Hard to find a pathway to – Six wins and all those things without that one. Now, we also step back and blur our eyes a little bit and go, he, they've, they've done a pretty good job of turning that thing around from 1-11 and 11 last year. But yeah, the but, hype machine was off the chain two weeks in. So I guess my question is this. If they if they end up going 6-6, six and six, right, and beating Arizona at home and winning at Wazoo, and Wazoo right now is four and three. They're they're one and three in the uh, the Pac-12. So they, they've kind of slipped yeah. certainly since their their hot start too. While I think you can definitely argue a significant step forward for the program after winning just one game last year, a wildly successful season. Doesn't it kind of uh, lose a little bit? since they didn't really beat anybody good. Like, again, not that not to take away anything. Hey, six wins is a massive step forward if they get there. Sure. Um, but the next team that you beat that's good would be your first. The uh, Yeah, that's, and at the time, you chalk up that opening weekend win over TCU at the time, and it feels like that Notre Dame-Texas game that we all sort of pan. Oh, sure. Texas is back, and we go, man, these guys are great. And then, womp, womp, because you figure out, hey, Notre Dame's not that good, you know, like at the time. And that, how, when was that? In the uh, Mahomes like era? 2015, 16. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, it's, and it's also what's sneaky about opening week. There's a, there's a lot of things that are tough about it. But, I mean, you know, Tech that, is a good example of that. They were sure. ranked in the coaches' poll. Yeah, exactly. But that, 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 their win over TCU seems so impressive, and and uh, you know now it seems a little more uh, ordinary. And, and they, like everybody, were a little healthier. And 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 the key thing you mentioned this the other day. I mean, one thing they've got are some home run hitters. They've got some speed. They can they can do some things that make make them make it hard to play. But and I'm sure Deion Sanders will be the first one to tell you we're not where we want to be yet. But yeah, I mean when you think about. The context of what about two, three weeks in mid-September, he's in. He's on the cover of Time Magazine. He's on. Uh, there's a segment on 60 Minutes. I mean, 
and it's a great, great story. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, but, but yeah, and, and AD, it's the classic case. If you told most Colorado fans, "Hey, we're going to get you to," so would you take oh, six and yeah. six and go to a bowl? Yeah, expectations change. Yep. After a four but and one start, said that after yeah. three, yeah, exactly. three and one start, yeah, like heck, no, they're not giving you a. They're not giving. They don't want that six and six, and I understand it. It'll be interesting to kind of see, and and certainly their off season will play a big role in this. But I mean, they, if you vote in the Big Twelve preseason poll, you'll be putting Colorado somewhere. Yeah, that's true, right? It'll be really interesting to kind of see where they where they stack up, uh, because you know next year's next year's Big Twelve, as we sit here right now, seems pretty doggone wide open. Now, a lot of games to be played, yeah. um, but, I mean, the, the two best teams in this conference right now are leaving. Uh, Kansas, if Jalen Daniels returns and is healthy, I think they have a case to be made for, you know, the top half, the top third or fourth of the league. Um, Utah certainly has a strong case oh, yeah. for number one, depending on how much they return. Um, but, I mean, you could put Colorado third. You could put them ninth i mean it's yeah and one one difference from that that new group of four teams versus the new group of four teams this year this new group of four teams this year all moving up from right. a group of five a little bit different this has been the tech talk podcast presented by cantex roofing and construction check out our library of double t 97.3 podcasts at double t 97.3.com